Welcome to LBO Pods. This is the official podcast series for the second iteration of the Learning at the Bottom of the Pyramid Conference, co-organized by Penn GSC and UNESCO IEP. Thank you for listening to LBO Pods. My name is Tessa Kilkors, and today I am very excited to be interviewing Professor Kwame Akiampong. Dr. Akiampong is currently a professor of international education and development at the Open University in the United Kingdom. He began his academic career at the University of Cape Coast in Ghana and served as the director of Institute of Education until 2004, when he transitioned to teaching at the University of Sussex. His expertise includes teacher education in the Global South, policy and practice of education in developing countries, and evaluation of large-scale education programs. He has worked with numerous international organizations, including UNESCO and the World Bank, both on research and evaluation projects, as well as serving as the Senior Policy Analyst with the Education for All Global Monitoring Report Team in UNESCO Paris from 2011 to 2013. Welcome, Professor, and thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. To start us off, Professor, I was hoping you could tell us a little bit about the paper you will be presenting at this year's conference, Teaching at the Bottom of the Pyramid, Teachers' Education for Poor and Marginalized Communities. My paper actually looks at the issues around the poor and marginalized children in Sub-Saharan Africa and how teaching often uh, does not tailor, uh, does not meet their the learning needs. So my paper discusses um, some of the issues around teacher education and how uh, the training of teachers uh, does not reflect sufficiently the learning needs of uh, every child. And also goes on to talk a little bit about the importance of uh, uh, making teaching more inclusive to address mm-hmm. the learning needs of children who are disadvantaged. Uh, so my paper basically examines the learning crisis as, as we have it in Sub-Saharan Africa. Um, and also how it affects poor and uh, marginalized communities. It also identifies some of the key quality factors that can contribute to poor learning outcomes for children who are at the bottom of the pyramid. And then it concludes by offering some recommendations for policy and research uh, to improve the preparation of teachers uh, to meet the learning needs of these children who have been marginalized in education. Professor, I know many listeners may think about teaching at the bottom of the pyramid as primarily focused on students. What made you think and focus on the teachers and the educators and how they're prepared for their roles as educators within these marginalized communities? Mm. Thank you. I think that there's been a lot of reform which has looked at how we can improve the learning or make classrooms more uh, inclusive. Uh, But what I find is that not enough attention has been paid to the teacher preparation process. Uh, and, and I think that's where we need to start looking at uh, for solutions. Uh, mm-hmm. That the teacher preparation process is how we socialize teachers into understanding what teaching is about, into understanding what the professional responsibilities are. And I think that if we don't go back to look at how that training is uh, organized, what it tries to focus on, we will not be able to address the problem that we face with children who are often not, uh, whose learning needs are often not addressed. So I feel that a lot of the efforts or the reforms that have taken place in many countries to address the problem of of poor learning in, in schools has to go back to the teachers the teachers who are prepared to teach them. And, 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 and that's why I think that um, my work has looked at the training process to see to what extent does the teacher preparation process 
prepare these teachers to be sensitive to the needs of the diversified, uh, uh, to the, the, the diversified learning needs in the classrooms they teach. And I find that it doesn't. A lot of the teachers uh, are actually uh, are not sensitive to this. The, the range of learning needs in the classroom, uh, they often teach above the level of those who are at the bottom of the, of the learning pyramid. And so if we're going to change that, we need to start with the teacher, but also start with the preparation of teachers uh, in their formal training. And that's why I think teacher preparation is central. And that's why my paper uh, focused on that. Absolutely. Professor, I'm curious, when you're discussing these issues on a broader scale with different governments and stakeholders, are they welcoming these ideas? Or are they more hesitant to create different policies that would address teacher training and these types of marginalized students? Well, I think the it's there isn't, even at the policy level, there isn't a, a acute awareness of the, the, the nature of the challenge. I think when I talk to uh, policymakers about this problem, Many agree that there is a problem with, with mm -hmm. teacher preparation, but what they see as a solution is not what I, I offer in my paper. Often they, they see the problem, the solution to the problem as providing more training or better training. And by better training, they mean improving the, uh, perhaps the, the skills of the teachers, improving the ability to, to communicate. What is, doesn't come across clearly to them is that you do need to, uh, focus the teacher preparation reforms at the weakest link, which is right. the, the child at the bottom of the, of the pyramid, uh, as I've said in my paper. And so there's, there's, a, there's an agreement that there's a problem. I mean, there's an awareness of that. But I think the, uh, what I find different from what they propose or what they think about as a solution is their emphasis on uh, uh, providing more of the same type of training or making the training much better. But I think there's a difference between that and actually uh, 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 designing a teacher education curriculum that is inclusive, that is sensitive to the, uh, to the needs of these children who uh, do not come from the typical background of the teachers who teach them. So th there, is, there is, I think there is an awareness, but I don't think, the, I think we need to do a little bit more to help uh, policymakers to understand that uh, doing more of the same or, or, or would not, it's not really uh, the solution to the problem. So even though I find that there is a, there is a uh, agreement that there is a problem, I think what I see is that the, the, uh, uh, the solution that I offer uh, often leads to questions about, okay, how do you actually prepare teachers to, to do this? Are we not doing enough? Or are we not doing uh, uh, the training well enough so that the teachers themselves, when they're in the classroom, can address these needs? And, 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 and I always tell them that this is, we need to really change. We need to reconceptualize teacher education to be able to tackle this problem. And, I, and, and I'm afraid that uh, we are still a long way away from getting policymakers to understand that uh, it's not more of the same. Um, yes, teachers have to have better, uh, 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 in terms of better knowledge of the subjects they teach. Yes, they have to have more pedagogical, better pedagogical skills. But, you know, it has to be, uh, these skills have to be acquired for a purpose, to fit the purpose. Mm. And, and, and I think that, that that is what is, is lacking. And, and the reform of teacher education has to really begin at answering what, the question, what is it that we want to achieve for the disadvantaged learner? Right. How, can we how can we prepare teachers who are sensitive to these needs 
and can actually uh, introduce inclusive uh, 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 teaching strategies that can tackle these needs. And until we do that, I, I think this will be still a challenge that we would be we would we would have with us for for some time. I think many of us can echo those fears, Professor. And I wonder, can you expand a little bit more on your solutions for Sub-Saharan Africa? What can we do to make this problem a little bit better? I think what I find uh, particularly in Sub-Saharan Africa is that the training of teachers is uh, disproportionately located in the institution, in the colleges of, of education where the teachers are trained. So what you have is that uh, the, the, the training does not uh, occur uh, a lot of it in the schools, uh, and teachers don't get uh, exposed in the, during the preparation pr process. They don't get exposed to the different uh, challenges that they are likely to face when they go and teach in a, uh, in a school. So I think the solution is, is straightforward and simple as far as I'm concerned, is that we move the training of teachers, much more of that, to learning to teach in practice. Yeah. But learning to teach in different contexts so that you encounter different learning needs. And then you have to then respond to those different learning needs using different approaches that will meet the different learning needs. So until we, we confront teachers during their training process of actually being in classrooms and setting them the problem of how do you address the learning needs of these children who come from very different backgrounds in different school settings, if we don't expose them to that, they would not question the methods that they are, they are using to teach the ch children and would not uh, adapt or adopt them to meet, them, to meet the learning needs of the different children. So I think that the, the problem we have is that uh, a lot of the training does not really uh, take place in the kind of environments where we are going to find learners who are at the bottom of the, of the learning pyramid who are struggling. Uh, the teachers themselves often don't come from those backgrounds. Right. The understanding of teaching is part of their own biography, their own professional, uh, uh, their history, uh, as far as their, uh, 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 their education is concerned. So they may not really be very familiar with the kinds of challenges that uh, are out there as far as the learning needs of children are concerned. And often if they have a teaching practice component or they have exposures to some practice teaching, it is often not in the kind of typical classrooms where you have the, the challenges that we are talking about. So frankly, they get into the classrooms and they are, they are confronted with a different kind of problem of teaching. And yet they don't have the tools to address that problem. Partly because they, in their training, in their, in their preparation, they haven't been exposed to the variety of problems as far as the different children, uh, the different uh, learning needs are concerned. So I think that we need to retrace and go back and say, okay, what, how can we design a teacher education program so that you, are, you confront teachers who are in training with, with, with children who have really uh, come into the classroom with a, a, a range of learning needs that are not typical to the kind of learning needs they are likely to face. How do you teach uh, children who are in rural settings from disadvantaged backgrounds? How do you teach children in different contexts? You have to expose teachers in their preparation to these different scenarios. Now, when you do that, then the teachers begin to realize that they have to adapt their methodology, their approaches to meet these learning needs. 
and to recognize that teaching is about adaptation, it's about problem solving, it's about finding uh, better ways in which you can, can connect to the, uh, to, the, the, to the learning needs of, 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 of children. But I'm afraid that a lot of the, the design of teacher education is not constructed in the way I have described. Professor, when we talk about restructuring these teacher trainings in a way in which would help the new teachers really come into their environment and see and interact with these students that are marginalized, what does that look like in terms of scalability? Would we be able to scale this up to perhaps meet the 2030 sustainable development goals? How can that really be formatted in places like sub-Saharan Africa? Well, that's a that's a big challenge for us. We, I, but I'm I'm very, I'm also optimistic. Even though I've I've painted a picture of a big challenge, I'm still optimistic. I think uh, uh, it is doable. We are, we we should be able to prepare teachers to 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 really uh, uh, close the learning achievement gap and meet the targets we've set for for 2030. I don't think it's an impossible task. Uh, sometimes it's presented as a, uh, as a very daunting task, which it's in some sense it is. But I think it's because we have tried to see how we address the problem using the old methods that I've been talking about. I think that you can scale this up. I think you've got to um, really make teacher education or the preparation of teachers focus on the learner. Mm. Uh, it's not about what the methods that the teachers, yes, that the methods are important. I think that if we begin to um, uh, uh, attract teachers who also come from very varied backgrounds right. um, and then also uh, 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 ensure that they have exposure, as I've said, to the different uh, environments, I think we will be able to reach a lot more children than we do now. A lot of teachers also that we, we recruit and we train are not prepared to go and teach in those areas where we have the children who have the, the, who have the greatest needs. You know, this is also a problem. Uh, and, and I think that what we can do is to ensure that we can recruit teachers uh, 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 from areas where their own backgrounds and experience reflect the learning needs or the kind of backgrounds that these the children we are talking about. And I think if we did that, we will be able to produce uh, teachers who are able to adapt uh, very quickly. Um, and we, in many countries, the training is quite long. You know, they spend three to four years in the training. And, and I think we need to find ways to, to shorten this training, to move the training much more closer into the classroom, like I've said. And I think if we did that, we can, we can, we can meet those targets. Uh, it's not impossible. I think teachers, uh, once we provide them with the right approaches, I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure they will be able to rise up to the challenge and, 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 and meet it. Unfortunately, like I said earlier, I think we, 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 we are coming to this a bit late. And, and I think in the next few years, if we don't uh, focus a lot more on how we are training teachers, I'm afraid that we may get to 2030 and, and find that we haven't hit the targets that we had uh, hoped for. Well, I'm very glad to hear that there's hope for change, especially right now during this pandemic, during the coronavirus, when not so many people have that hope and that faith that things will go back and even get better than they were prior to the pandemic. And on that note, I wonder, Professor, how has COVID impacted the goals and the progress that you've made in Sub-Saharan Africa regarding this gap and this marginalization of students? Oh, yes. It is. I mean, I think that we, whatever progress we made in the last few years, uh, COVID-19 uh, has set us back 
uh, a further 10 years, in my estimation. Wow. Uh, because what we have is a situation where the gap, we already had a gap between the advantage and disadvantage learner. We've, we schools, most schools have been shut for couple, maybe seven to eight months. Yeah. And, and, and this would have led to a, a widening of the gap. Mm. Um, the problem we have, why I say it's going to take us a long time perhaps to, to close this gap is that if we, if we go back to doing things the way we did before, we will take, it will take us longer to, close, to get to where we were before COVID-19 struck. So we do need to change completely the way we, we approach the problem. And teachers, unfortunately, haven't, a lot of the, uh, the effort and a lot of the discussion about how we, we address the learning needs of children because of COVID-19, a lot of that discussion has also focused on teachers. Hmm. Uh, what kind of teaching uh, approaches do we need to introduce? Uh, how do we train teachers uh, to respond to a learning crisis that has been made worse because of the pandemic. Absolutely. Now, uh, if we ask that kind of question, then we would we'll be confronted with, you know, we'll be faced with the reality of, uh, of, of the challenge that we cannot expect teachers to do what they used to do before if they are going to address this problem. And that is why I think that uh, in my paper that I, 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 in my paper I talk about this, that we need to introduce teachers to pedagogies that can accelerate learning, okay, yeah. and close the learning gap. Uh, what is it that teachers, the training, uh, the kind of training we offer teachers so that they can identify the learning gaps, but also they can apply uh, 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 pedagogies that can uh, uh, rapidly improve the learning of children. Uh, uh, and, and those pedagogies are what we should be talking about. Uh, during this period, so that when we, we get back, schools uh, start really uh, uh, operating at the scale and level that uh, before the pandemic, the teachers will be ready to, uh, to address the problem that they'll be confronted with when, when they get into their classrooms. Thank you so much, Professor. And one final question for you. As we look forward to this conference and we see how your paper is going to formulate within it, what would you really like to see discussed at the conference and what are you hoping will be overcome from past challenges? Well, I think my, my paper is, a, I would like the, 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 the issues that I raise in my paper to be part of what, what we talk about as, as a way forward. Um, because I think that we can introduce innovations, we can have new ideas, uh, we can, uh, we already know the problem. And I think I, I, what I don't, I hope we are not going to do is to revisit and say yes that we, we know there's a big problem right. and I'm hoping that we can look at some of the the, the, the the approaches that or some of the recommendations I've made in my paper uh, about uh, uh, introducing more inclusive teacher education uh, programs um, and also ensuring that teachers have been skilled have been provided the skills to be able to respond to a, a widening uh, gap as far as learning is concerned. So I, I hope that the focus we will we will get we will return to the issue about teachers in this in this in this <laughs> conference because I think I, I'm really uh, I really think that's where we have to look at it because uh, you know we, if we don't 
I, I have a, I, I'll be, I think I'll be quite disappointed because of the, 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 the central role teachers play in, in, in really improving learning in the classroom. So I, I hope that uh, this conference will, will bring up the issue about teachers and how do we, uh, how do we uh, get, get more teachers, uh, how do we uh, uh, train them rapidly, how do we ensure, give them the support they need when they're in the classrooms, uh, and how do we ensure that they are able to uh, address the, the learning needs of the children who are at the bottom of the learning pyramid. I think if we did that, we would be, uh, we would have done, uh, 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 we, would, we would really have set ourselves uh, to really uh, close the gap that has arisen because of COVID-19 of this pandemic, but also we would be uh, looking at teacher education in new light and giving hope to many, many children who would be coming to school uh, uh, and would have uh, would come in to meet teachers who know how to respond to their to their needs. I hope we are able to see a discussion at the conference around these children's needs and the educators' needs. And I wanted to thank you again, Professor, for being on LBO Pods. And I look forward to speaking with you in the future. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to this episode of LBO Pods. Please continue to our other episodes to learn more about the Learning at the Bottom of the Pyramid Conference 2020.